people stop visiting from creating moments of joy by Jolene Brackey. People stop visiting because they don't know how to. For the past 40 years, as a neighbor, as a daughter, as a friend, they've been visiting with, what did you do this morning? Or what did you have for lunch? Can the person with short-term memory loss answer these questions? No. Then to test the person, the visitor will add, do you remember the drive I took you on yesterday? No, they don't remember the drive. And the confusion increases. When the confusion increases, how do you think it makes the visitor and the person with dementia feel? Uncomfortable. People also stop visiting because they're scared of the diagnosis. We have our own perception of what it means to have Alzheimer's and, quote, lose your mind, unquote. In the past, it meant you were, quote, crazy. You may have seen your neighbor walk outside naked. You may have witnessed your grandpa being, quote, hauled off. You may have seen something on the internet about how, quote, they get violent. Whatever the perception, the underlying emotion is fear. Fear of what this person will look like and how they will act. Our fear is far worse than our actual experience. One of the ways to change the perception and one of the greatest gifts we can give is to teach friends and family how to visit. One way to do this is by writing them a letter such as this. Dear friends and family, as you know, Lee has Alzheimer's and it's getting more difficult for us to visit you. We treasure your relationship. So here are some tips for visiting us. Lee has good days and difficult days. If possible, please call ahead of time. If it seems to be a difficult day, just drop off whatever you've brought. On a good day, stay and enjoy your time. But I may use this time to excuse myself to get some me time. As much as you would like to come as a family, please only one or two people at a time. Three or more is too overwhelming and too much noise, which he's very sensitive to. If you talk loudly, don't be surprised if he hollers back in irritation. Greet Lee with a hug or handshake. He loves personal touch and he will like you instantly if you bring him apple pie with vanilla ice cream, the newspaper, popcorn, a calendar of old cars, or a bag of Werther's candies. He still loves to work and as you know, he could fix about anything. Now he isn't able to fix things, but he still enjoys tinkering on his motors and will show off his 350 engine in the garage. If he's having a good day, work on the yard together and share a Dr. Pepper. I have plenty of Dr. Pepper. He loves to go for car rides, play old country music, or just enjoy the quiet. You know, Lee, he never really was a talker. If you take him out to eat without me, avoid the lunch hour rush and ask me before you leave what to order for him. He can't make choices. It just upsets him. He likes to be part of the conversation and still contributes. When he repeats his story, simply be polite. Lee has difficulty with words, so if you don't understand what he's saying, just agree and say, you're a Schmidt, which implies he is still very smart. Please avoid questions that require him to use his short-term memory, like, what did you do this morning? Or starting with, do you remember? Instead, chat about what you have been doing. If he gets frustrated, just eat the apple pie. 
anything sweet will shift his mood. If you have any old pictures of Lee with family and friends, bring a copy and simply give him his memory back. A picture may prompt him to tell you a story you haven't heard before. Thank you for adjusting to this new world we find ourselves in. Every day is a new day, and we hope we can navigate it together. With our love and appreciation, Joan and Lee.